Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Welcome to the Happy Mama Movement podcast. I'm Amy Taylor-Kabaz. I would like to start by acknowledging the Gadigal people of the Eora Nation on which this podcast is recorded as the traditional custodians of this land and pay my respects to the Elders past, present and emerging. And as this podcast is dedicated to the wisdom and knowledge of motherhood, I would like to acknowledge the mothers of this land, the Elders, their wisdom, their knowing and my own elders and teachers. Welcome back, Mamas. I'm recording this episode for you today, overlooking the spectacular bay at Batemans Bay in New South Wales, Australia, from my parents' house. I have been wanting to record this episode for you for quite a while and every time I thought about sitting down and recording it, I wasn't ready. I felt too emotional, too raw, too vulnerable, not ready enough to share my thoughts on something that is incredibly hard still for me. Even after teaching on this for more than a decade, 46, nearly 47 years of life, this topic would have to be still one of the hardest ones for me to come to terms with and work through on my own. And so it is from this beautiful view, this beautiful space at my parents' house where I have no children, no dog, nobody else, just my mum and dad, that I have finally found the space to sit and record this for you. What I want to share with you is around the judgment we hold for ourselves, of ourselves, when we are not as productive or when we are not the person we think we should be, when we feel like we let others down or ourselves down, when we are not superwoman. Now, if you've been here for a while, and I know many of you have listened to me for many years, you know the idea of no more superwoman is something I've spoken about so many times. I, like I said, I still find it incredibly hard to not push myself. I have, right from the very beginning of life, really held myself to a very high standard of what I am here to do that each day needs to be productive, that I need to tick things off the list, that I am here to do something in this lifetime. And when I feel like I'm out of alignment with that or not living up to that, I really get hard on myself. And 
I have taught on this for years. I have literally sat at the feet of masters around masculine and feminine energy. I have done energy work, yoga training, mindfulness exercises. I've written the goddamn book on it. And yet it is still my greatest invitation for growth. Over the last few months, I have really needed to retreat. The last three years of my life have been the most profound crumbling of what I thought was true. Everything I had built my life on as an adult has in one way or another completely changed. My identity as a married woman, my identity as um, a productive journalist, a successful journalist and author, where I lived, what I believed in, what I thought my future would look like, what I thought every single thing that I was working towards crumbled. And in a lot of ways, that was really incredibly exciting, which is a strange thing to say, but there was there was a level of dissatisfaction that I didn't know was there until it started to crumble. And I thought, oh, I get to redefine this. I get to redesign this. I get to choose again. What does love look like? What does relationships look like? Where do I want to live? How do I design my house? How do I parent as a single parent? I get to choose this. And then it continued to crumble and changed. My my one of my children was so incredibly unwell for a while there and it will it will be an ongoing it will be an ongoing challenge for her for the rest of her life and therefore an ongoing role for me i didn't realize at the time the impact that that had on me personally and the impact of all of it one thing after another after another. And through a lot of that time, I continued to show up in ways now that surprise me. I continued to show up from the side of hospital beds, writing emails. I continued to show up in in ways that I was incredibly proud of and still am. And I also needed to do, I was responsible for the income for my family now. I needed to keep showing up and I needed to keep going. And and I did. And that is one of my superpowers and I will forever be proud of myself for that. But like my beautiful friend Claire Obeyed says, and I'll pop the link to my conversation with her on the podcast about this topic, the body keeps score. And after three years, of one thing after another and after three years of really showing up this year my body has remembered (laughs) this year see there's my voice this year my body has shown me and over the last few months as things have continued to crumble and change I have needed to listen And I have needed to stop. And it is so surprising to me how difficult this was to do again, even though that I have been here so many times before. 
I was here when I was pregnant with my son, my third pregnancy. I went into early labor because it was the only way my body, it was the only way my body would make me listen. And I had to sit my ass on that couch for 10 weeks and listen and remember and learn. I have been here before after the birth of my first daughter with my thyroid disease and the diagnosis of that. I have been here so many times. And that's what I want to talk to you about today. How we forgive ourselves for being in the same lesson again and how we need to allow ourselves the retreat the pulling back, the saying no. Over the last six months, I have completely pulled back from so many parts of my life. I have had friends deeply worried about where I went. I have had opportunities in my business that the old me 12 months ago would have jumped at and would now be flying with. And each and every time I've had to do it, it has felt so damn uncomfortable. Oh my gosh. I have had internal stories of I'm failing, I'm letting everybody down, my business will fail now. What am I going to do? What if I can't turn this around? And I've had to meet those fears with such kindness and trust. It is scary to step off the treadmill. It is scary to say, I'm sorry, I don't think I can. It is scary to not feel productive and proud when so much of your life has been built on being productive and proud. And it is incredibly hard to redefine what productive and proud looks like because The truth is the most productive thing I could have done this year is retreat, is step back, is rest like I haven't rested since I was pregnant and had morning sickness and couldn't get off the couch. It is scary to look at your calendar and think, I can't show up for that today. I can't honour my commitments today. I don't have that in me. And send that email. And when the reply comes in, hoping that the person who received that email doesn't judge you. This ingrained belief that we need to show up no matter what is so deep in myself and all the women that I talk to every day. And we apologize for it so profusely. We try and overcompensate. Something I have done many, many, many times and trying not to do anymore is that if I need to move a meeting because legitimately I'm on the way to the hospital for one of my kids or, or, or dealing with a crisis situation in my, in my family with my children, I will overcompensate for that because I feel so bad that I've needed to change something by adding two bonus calls at the end or something like that. This tendency to value productivity and and service 
to others more than what we need is so ingrained and is so hard for so many of us. And yet it is, I think, one of the greatest gifts, the greatest opportunities to heal and learn. I remember many years ago, before I was married, before I had children, my sister and I were traveling through Vietnam and Cambodia. We were traveling through Asia and we got very sick in Vietnam, really unwell, very, couldn't stop vomiting, very unwell, but the both of us. And we were at the airport in um, Hanoi and looked at the board with that lists all of the planes and where they were going and we could see our flight that was taking us to Cambodia and a few flights down there was a flight back to Sydney and I remember calling my dad from the airport I think it was on a payphone because it was well before mobile phones and my dad my whole family except for me were in the defense force so my dad always military thinking defense force thinking when I explained to him how sick my sister and I were and expressed my worry about, I don't know if I can keep going, like I'm so sick and we are so sick and I don't know if we can go to Cambodia and I don't know what to do. He said something to me at the time, which is the name of this podcast and is one of the greatest, I think, pieces of advice I've ever been given, which was, Amy, there's no shame in a strategic retreat. Of course, he meant about it's okay if you and your sister want to pull out of this trip and come home. If you're that sick and you're that scared, just come home. Hearing those words made me realize that it was okay to go home, but actually, no, I'm all right to keep going now. I needed permission to know I didn't have to. I needed permission at that time to know there was a safe place, there was a safe way, there was another way. I didn't have to keep going. In the end, we were okay. We delayed the flight for 24 hours, got on the plane the next day and went to Cambodia and everything was okay. But in that moment, I learned something so powerful that I've been trying to remind myself of again this year. And I hope perhaps maybe this will become a little mantra that you can take with you. There's no shame in a strategic retreat. There's no shame in looking at the situation and saying, no, I can't. I'm going home. I need to look after myself. This isn't going to work for me. The feminine retreats, the feminine energy needs to return to herself, to her cave, to her women's circle, to her bed, to her place of healing, to her yoga mat to her church, whatever that is. In that retreat, she remembers, she finds herself, she heals, and then she can go back out again. But we need that permission. We need somebody on the end of the phone to say, there's no shame if you can't do this. You don't have to push on. It's okay. You know, in my dad's mind, it's a military analogy, the The battlefield is in front of you. The commander looks at it and thinks, nope, there's no way we're going to win this and the cost is going to be too high. So we're out. We're retreating. 
perhaps in life sometimes we need to look at the battlefield in front of us and realize there is no way that we're going to come out of this without some injury <laughs> without some negative impact and so it's time to retreat i have had to retreat i feel that the retreat is coming to an end i feel that i have remembered again i have found what i needed again like a baby giraffe stepping out on wobbly feet i do feel there's a bit of wobbly legs here but i feel that the biggest lesson in this retreat was being okay with the retreat again was remembering that the greatest strength we can show as women and as mothers is the retreat is saying no is sending that really really uncomfortable email that says i'm sorry i'm going to need to change our plans that is one of the hardest things for me and i'm thinking for many of us but there's no shame in a strategic retreat as always thank you for being here thank you for your patience thank you for being a space where i can finally record this episode these reflections and share the more open we are about our retreats and our need to pull back our need to listen our need to say no i hope the easier it is for each of us thank you again see you next week When we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com/style for free shipping and 365-day returns.